Hello and welcome to episode five of Filmy Ladies. I am Beth and with me is Pitu, co-host extraordinaire. And we know that some of you will have been expecting this episode to be about Jane Austen adaptations, but twist, it's not, it's about Brahmastra because we both got to see it and we both have things to say and everybody's talking about it and we want in on the action. And Pitu in particular has many thoughts. Please share them. So many thoughts. I don't even know where to start. Like, first of all, my social media is completely getting blown up because all my friends have watched Brahmastra. So it was kind of like I wanted to go and see it as soon as I could because I was so afraid that all my friends were going to bombard me with spoilers. So I was like, no, I will not talk to anybody until I see it. Um, but I enjoyed it so much. I had such a good time. And my DMs are just being blown up by people who want to discuss it. And there's just so much to talk about. Like, this is going to be such a juicy episode, Beth. Excellent. So were you so I was not expecting to like this movie really but I did what were you walking in with I was cautiously optimistic um I initially thought that I would not like it at all mostly because I have never liked any of the Marvel movies or Avengers movies and anything that has really weird over-the-top stuff like for example I'm one of the few people who really did not enjoy RRR and I just fast-forwarded the whole movie I was like what is this crap um so I wasn't sure I was gonna like it the only reason that I was optimistic was that all of my friends who saw it before I did, and there were at least four or five people who did, including you, they all told me it was fun. So I was like, hmm, okay, if they like it, maybe I'll like it too. And I did end up enjoying it as well. So I was cautiously optimistic and I enjoyed it a lot. What about you? So I thought the trailer was terrible and I had a lot of qualms about it based on the trailer, except I thought Amitabh Bachchan, I was like, he knows what kind of movie this is. He knows what he's doing. He'll be fine. And I was kind of like, uh, about the rest I do really like Ranbir Kapoor though so I like mm-hmm. I wanted to like it I just didn't think I would yeah. and then once it got going like I I really enjoyed it especially once they kind of left like once they're in Benares and then they go from mm-hmm. there I was like yes I'm into this movie the first little chunk I was like meh it's okay yeah. this wasn't yeah. really me. but then I then I was really into it and I totally enjoyed it and uh I got to see it in a crowded theater which is not always the case here and that made it so much more fun mm-hmm. um that we uh my audience for example was not having the romance they were not convinced by that neither was I uh but like the way they hooted and hollered when any of that happened was was so great and people were like they're t- talking back to the screen which I love um yeah yeah like it was a great time at the movies and I really enjoyed it and I am I guess we're gonna have to wait a couple of years for the next bit but yeah mm-hmm. I dug it I had a lot of fun too. Um, what I find is really funny and all of our um, viewers who know that we're bona fide Charuk fans are going to like do their customary eye roll at this point. But I read a bunch of, I know, I loved that bit. I loved seeing him. And I, I loved know. Did you know he was there? Because I didn't know. I had vaguely heard the name Shahrukh come thrown around in Brahmastra, but because I specifically avoided every single review because Indian reviewers are the worst and they tell you the whole story. So I never click on any review. Um, I basically thought it would be like a two second cameo. So I was very pleasantly surprised by what a big, like sort of chunky, important role he had. Um, And I love the little nod, the wink and the nod to, um, you know, to Swadesh, the fact that his name was Mohan Bhargav. I love that he was portrayed as the the lead scientist of space. And there's like, that's how Mohan Bhargav is. I love that. 
I also love the fact that he had the the Vanarastra, the monkey astra, because Shah Khan literally got his start playing like the monkeys in the Ramayana, in the Ramlila. So I love that as well. Um, so that was very enjoyable. And being a bona fide Shah Rukh fan, you know that part where like at the end where oh. This is probably a moment to tell people that this review is going to have a lot of spoilers. So if you yes. have not seen the master, you yes. need to switch this <laughs> episode off and come back later, okay? Um, but that part where they're basically gonna kill him and you know they push him off the balcony or whatever, and he says something about Jeet Hamesha, you know, Roshni ki hoti or whatever. I immediately mouthed the line where I was like, Har ke wale ko bazi kar kehte hai. And then I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> So that was a lot of fun. And um, I have to say just the 10 minutes screen time that Shah Rukh Khan had was, did much, much more for me than the entire two hour screen presence of Alia Bhad. I was just like, what are you doing here? Why do you have these nine dialogues? I was just- Let's talk about her character. Like they're great jokes on Twitter going around about how her only line (laughs) is, you know, Shiva Kyohe and whatever. Uh, And that, ooh. I mean, you couldn't replace her character with a sexy lamp. So that's good. Yeah. But yeah. it was, it just was very bleh. I felt like it could have been anyone. I yeah. don't find them to have screen chemistry together at all, mm-hmm. which no. is fine. Many real life couples don't, right? That, that's yeah. totally fine. Uh, it, I mean, I didn't hate the character. It was just for having as much to do as she did, because she did have stuff yeah. to do. It still didn't really feel like much to me yeah but I'm not I guess I'm not mad at it I'm just kind of disappointed it didn't kind of add up to something it was just very vanilla and weird and I understand that they don't want to go into too much backstory and they really need to like speed up the romance bit to get to like the good part which I'm not going into Brahmasa for a love story anyway so that's fine but you know even really basic questions like this is a girl who is supposedly from London and she's just visiting India how are her parents going to be okay with her just randomly going to Varanasi and stuff I mean Maybe it's just me being a difficult moviegoer where I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense. But like, that doesn't make any sense. Why don't you just portray her as like an independent woman who lives in Mumbai or Delhi and she has a job. And so she just takes off. Why Why is she like a, like a London person? Because there's no way. Yeah. So it was kind of annoying. Um, but I did read a comment um, on Reddit where someone said that this movie has been in the making for almost 10 years. And apparently, I don't know how true this is, but Alia Pats signed this movie um, almost seven or eight years ago when she was not the Alia Bhatt. Sure. Because people were like, you know, this is a woman who has done Gangubai Katiawadi and Urta Punjab and Darlings and, you know, yeah. really good stuff. And for her to do this, like, really cookie-cutter, boring caricature of a character, why? And they were like, yes, because when she signed it, she wasn't the Alia Bhatt. And I was like, okay, that makes sense if that's true. Yeah. Um, which brings me to another point that I... As I said, it was cautiously optimistic, but I really wanted the movie to do well only because um, I've heard of how much Ayan Mukherjee, the director, put into it. Like he literally put 10 years of his life into it. And there were points when they thought the movie would have to be shelved because it was getting really expensive. And so I really wanted it to succeed just because we've all heard cautionary tales of filmmakers like Manmohan Desai and Raj Kapoor and, you know, people who really took the failure of the movie hard. I mean, I've heard that Amir Khan is taking the failure of Lal Singh Chanda really hard. So I kind of like wanted it to succeed for Ayan Mukherjee, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So how did you feel about Ranbir? Because I know you like Ranbir. Yeah, I, uh, okay. So I really liked Shamshara. And I, I haven't seen that. Somewhat in a minority there. Um, and I really liked that he, they kind of let him be an actual grown up in that film. Mm. Um, and so then watching this right at, you know, relatively soon after that, I, I was like, oh, we're back to the like, oh, he's 29 or whatever. They kept saying 30 years ago, 30 years ago, right? Yeah. So I'm like, and it's not that he doesn't pass for 30 physically, but like I, no. I have reinforced for myself that he is somehow 40 years old already. I don't know how he that is happened. you know, so I, I kind of wish he could have been a little bit older, but then, you know, fine. He's like, it's hero's journey. Like this is Harry Potter, Star Wars, every, every hero, quest, Joseph Campbell, whatever, whatever. And I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah. So, you know, I, I thought about it from time to time, but I was like, eh, okay. Um, but I, y- yeah, he was part of the thing in the trailer that made me go, eh. mm. but yeah. he worked for me. I am not a superhero movie person generally. I don't dislike them. I just don't seek them out, but I was overall pretty sold on it because I, I kind of liked this, like here's someone learning to trust his instincts and all that. Again, mm-hmm. this is not unique to this movie in any way, but that's absolutely fine. Um, yeah. And I, you know, his, his sort of commitment to try to help people, even though he didn't really understand why he mm-hmm. knew what he knew and all that kind of stuff, like, sure, sure. That's fine. Uh, I, I, it was fun. I, I thought he was good. I, I'm not going to say I thought he was exceptional, but I thought he was solid. What did you yeah. think? I like that he was very vulnerable and earnest Yeah, because that's one of the things I like about Indian movies. And it's one of the reasons why I am not a Hollywood fan. Like Mm -hmm. I'll watch an American movie here and there, but I just don't like Hollywood movies even remotely compared Mm -hmm. to Indian movies. And for me, the primary reason for not liking American movies, um, I haven't seen very many European movies, so I can't speak to that, um, is that there's no earnestness and there's very little vulnerability everyone is very busy being cool and nothing pisses me off more than a leading man who spends two hours of screen time being cool yeah and he was not cool at all except that a little bit in the dj stuff and i didn't like that yeah i didn't like that part either i I like yeah i like that he was awkward and earnest and vulnerable and had all these like abandonment issues and despite all of that he seemed very like emotionally intelligent um i don't know if this is the case or not because i don't know who wrote this movie i know the director is ann mukherjee but he almost felt like a man who was written by a woman you know the kind of characters that zoe akhtar and reema kagdi like right ian mukherjee wrote this also okay so then he knows how to write good men then but he write he you know he writes emotional films right so that's yes. that's fine i i really thought he was very cute with the kids yes and i don't you know like i don't need little kids in my movies basically ever no. but i thought they that was all very cute and when they danced together yeah. like i yeah i was like okay that's cute it seemed like such a throwback to um, Mr. India and she even yeah. refers to Mr. Yeah. India. So there were, there were a lot of things in this movie where it was like there was a little nod to Swades, there was a little nod to Mr. India. There were all these like little things that made me go. There was even a moment where I don't know if I was just delirious because it was past my bedtime when I watched this movie. But there's that scene where uh, Amitabh Bachchan, it's it's in the middle of this like whole battle or whatever. And then he just suddenly looms onto the screen. And just the way he's backlit. And I was like, Shenzhou. 
you know, so there was even that moment. And I almost said that. And my husband looked at me like, uh, that's Guruji. And I'm like, I know, I know, but it's Chen Shah mashup with Guruji. So I liked all of those things. I think that was a lot of fun for anyone who's like a bona fide, like Bollywood fan. Mm-hmm. Um, also, dude, Amitabh Bachchan is irreplaceable. I am no Amitabh Bachchan fan. I never have been. Mm. Um, but I literally cannot think of anyone else playing this role. And it's a very like checklist kind of role, right? It's not like he's not reinventing the wheel here. But none of his contemporaries are alive anymore, with the exception of Dharmendra. But he's I was going to say, I feel like Dharmendra could do it. He's but... very frail. I follow I him know. on Instagram. He's not very physically Party you know who maybe could have done it and i'm not saying they should switch this out or anything i think kabir betty could do it <gasps> yes because oh, he is like he's the best part of mohenjo daro where he, he plays is kind of the smoking. evil version oh i know oh you are so right he's so smoking one other okay fun anecdote so we live in my family lives in mumbai right and uh, my mom is like traveling here and there and um the number of times my mother has seen like bollywood stars or like tv stars or whatever the airport like she's lost count she doesn't even it doesn't even phase her if you're from <laughs> mumbai you're like yeah whatever sure. like i saw ashutosh gorkar outside my in-laws house like hailing a rickshaw so it's it's no big deal and um so she'll always see like these people and she'll just mention it to me on the phone and the only time i've heard her excited was uh i was like so how is your week and she was like oh you know I came back from Nagpur and you know who I saw at the airport like he was waiting outside for a cab or like for a pickup and I was like who she was like Kabir Bedi and I was like oh and then she I was like how did he look because I've always thought he was so oh, hot and she gorgeous. was like yeah she was like he's so handsome and tall <laughs> and so good looking my mother was smitten <laughs> and I was like you need to read. So there's a recent biography of Parveen Bubby that's really oh, good. And okay. of course he's, he's in there significantly, but they talk quite a bit about how Italy went insane for him when he did that TV series. For um, yeah. Which I, I knew he had done European TV. That's kind of all yeah. I knew. And I was like, I had no idea. It was such a big deal, but like, I get it. I totally get it. You are so right. I mean, I would totally cast Kabir Bedi. Why isn't he, why isn't anyone casting him in movies? amazing he, he shows up now and then but he could show up more i think he would be he should show up more because you're right a lot of those guys have died because like vinod kano could have done it but you know yeah. obviously has died you know it's just not yeah it's it's sad. i was looking at amitabh Bachchan's contemporaries like i went down this like wikipedia rabbit hole mm. of looking at his contemporaries so rajesh Khanna was only six months younger or no three months younger than Ooh. amitabh Bachchan. they were born born in the same year mm. it's just rajesh Khanna achieved stardom a lot earlier. That's why we associate him with like being older. Um, Parmendra is like three years younger or something than Amitabh. Um, And then he's not older. I think, I don't know. And then Shashi Kapoor of course is like five years older or something. So they're, except for Parmendra, they're all gone. And then I was like racking my brains. I was like, who is around that is like his age? And then I, I thought of Rajnikanth, who of course doesn't do as many Hindi movies, but Rajnikanth is like 71 and he's fit and active. So there's that. And there's Kamal Hassan who's 69. But otherwise, Amitabh Bachchan has a monopoly over these roles at this point. That but I like them. because I love all those guys. I love all of them. And they're dying and that makes me sad. Um, I yeah, I thought he was great. I thought Dimple Kapadia, like give her, <laughs> give her more, but I was happy to see her. 
Um, the helicopter was like, okay, that's cool. I guess there are very few women in Hindi films who have piloted helicopters. As far as I can, I've been asking Twitter and like, obviously there's, um, uh, the, the, um, Gangu Saxena. Thank you. I don't know why I learned her name. Uh, Very famously her, which I didn't even think of. And I was like, Tabu Tabu does not fly the helicopter in Fana. I don't think she just fires from it. No. Um, Yeah. And someone said there's a, Maybe an Uri does a woman play? I think Kanga Ranaut is doing a movie. I think it's called Tejas or something like that. But I think she plays a pilot in it. I don't okay. think she plays like a helicopter. But that was pretty it. cool. And I wanted more of her. Um, I mean, I'm hoping that she'll have a bigger role in part two, just because otherwise, why did you cast her? It was like blink and miss it. Um, am I the only one who thought Nagarjun was awful? Oh, I enjoyed him, but I have no... I'm not even sure if I've seen him in anything. I know who he is, but I don't think I've yeah. seen him. So I was happy to see him. He lent, mm-hmm. you know, like not quite full elder statesman, but like, so one yeah. of the things I noticed about this film, and I, I don't know why I noticed this, but Generation X was entirely missing from this film, except for Shark. <laughs> he is the oh, only yeah. person of like, of that generation to be in the film, even as a mm-hmm. character. And I was like, that's right. interesting. So we had boomers and we obviously had a lot of um, millennials and some Gen Zs. And I was like, yeah. which generation X? Like, are we so apathetic that we're not even going to be in the movie? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I, I mean, I, that doesn't actually matter. It was just kind of, I, it was like, because I was thinking about who else would I cast in this, right? Because the casting was right. really fun. And I yeah. was like, oh, but they were missing the like Seth, Rithik, um, you know, even Baby B. Like we're missing those guys. Um, so Rithik reminds me, what is your um, theory as to who plays Dave in part two? Because my money's on Ranveer Singh and my husband's money is on Rithik. Well, I, I think that I read who it was and it is one of what you said. It is what you said, I believe. Well, I think Anupama Chopra kind of gave the, like she let the cat out of the bag in one of her interviews, right? Where Got she it. said it's Ranveer Singh, but I don't know if that's like confirmed. I mean, they sure made it. It sure looks like him in silhouette it does <laughs> like the triangle torso that's not rhythmic yeah. so much anymore it's him so yeah and I mean that w- I mean I would be okay with either I just think it yeah. would be really cool. and then our common friend Sujoy his theory is that it's Ranveer Kapoor in a double role sure that'd be fun too. sure so I was kind of like hmm but I really kind of want to watch Ranveer versus Ranveer I think I that like that be, too I think that'd be, like, be fun it would be like Godzilla versus Kong mm-hmm. but not mm-hmm. monsters um, and then it would be nice to see Ranveer Singh and Deepika Padukone have a showdown as well, because she's confirmed, like she's 100% right. Amrita. So right. that would be cool. How did you feel about Mauni? Mauni Roy, who played uh, Janoon? Um, mostly good. She did. Yeah. It's, so again, not a fluent Hindi speaker, so please correct me. I felt that there was something kind of like old school villain about her dialogues, maybe. It was like kind of shouty. And it was her intonation. She was, was very it? like... Emphatic. I noticed that too, actually. But I I like that. That that again, that works for me. And I think I, forgive me if I said this already, this is definitely a movie that if they made it in 1975, I would be all over it. So that that kind of old school villainry works for me. Um, I thought it was fun to have a woman be the villain. I thought, you know, I'm not sure I know completely what her motivation is. Like it's power, but she's also serving Dave, whatever. Like I'm for it. She was fun. 
I liked her. Um, yeah. I hope she can. I hope she gets more roles because she's basically a really popular TV actress in India. Ah. And I think Anne Mukherjee. Well, I think Anne Mukherjee cast her because she's in this long-running soap called Nagin, which ah, I have seen okay. itself, and it is so fun. It is ridiculous and insane, but it's fun. So she okay. plays this like transmuting snake human person, and she completely owns that role. And I think I, I believe if I if I remember correctly he was he cast her because of noggin which completely makes sense i um, need to watch this that i love snake movies so maybe i would love snake tv well, it's a soap so it's been going on since the beginning of time and it's very like stretched out but it's good to watch in clips it's actually okay. a lot of fun i bet so, you find good um, clips on youtube i'll have to look yeah <laughs> it's an it's an ikta kapoor of course it's an ikta kapoor show so let me um, ask you let me ask you something about this film yeah i so I have more knowledge of Hinduism than the average American person, right. but I do not know very much. And mm -hmm. at the beginning in particular, I was like, someone is just shouting Sanskrit at me. I, mean, I know who's shouting, but like, I was just like, <laughs> and then, right. and the subtitles are very funny, like how they translate things and whatever. Yeah. I kind of just let that wash over me. Like, I'm like, this right. is movie mythology. If it also is based in real, in, you know, actual ancient texts and whatever cool but if it's not no problem like I'll yeah. just roll with mm -hmm. it um yeah how do you how do you feel that they kind of handled their mythology whether I actually think they the did a really good job oh, good because so there's these comics, right, that all Indian kids grew up reading that I did too, Amar Chitra Katha. Yeah, and yeah. even the way that they did the art in the beginning was very that's, reminiscent of that. Funny. I've never read those, but I know enough to assume yeah. that's what was going on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I know like grown friends, like people who are in their 40s who own like box sets of Amar Chitra Katha sure. and they will not allow their children to touch them. Like that's <laughs> like the fandom level. And they were really phenomenal comics. Like I nice. have gardens full of Amar Chitrakata in my mother's house in Mumbai. So I really liked that. And I kind of liked that they gave this like quick kind of like, like a Cliff Notes version at the beginning. And then they were like, okay, now the movie can begin. Because if they didn't, I feel like a lot of people would have floundered. So I think it was helpful. It was kind of in that reign of, you know, where you have in a galaxy far, far away, whatever. I'm all for it. You it's, know? Part of, it's part of the template, right? Like you, you do this. Exactly. Yeah. So I kind of like that because otherwise I would have felt very thrown into the movie where I would have mm. been like, okay, but like, what, what are we doing here? What is happening? This was just like a quick intro where there was like, okay, this is what happened. And then the gods had these weapons and then this weapon and then that one. And it's like, oh, okay, gotcha. So I kind of liked that a lot. And I think that it was fun to actually watch a movie that's set in Hindu or Indian mythology rather than all of the stuff that's like Western all the time. Like one of the things that really gets my goat is the amount of Eurocentricism there is in the world. Like every time someone calls Rithik Roshan a Greek god, and I'm like, he's 100% South Asian. Like he does not have a drop of European blood. Why is he a Greek god? Like basically you're saying that Indian men are not attractive. And if an Indian man is attractive, then he's a Greek god. Mm -hmm. Like it seems like a very small point, but it always rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. Like anytime someone's like, Rithik Roshan is a Greek god. I'm like, no, he is is literally 100% brown. Yeah. So, you know, it's little things like that where it's nice to finally have a movie where it's not all like 
it's just the Western stuff over and over again, or it's like Greek or Roman mythology, which by the way, I love. I mean, I have a cat called Minerva for God's sake. So, you know, I clearly love Roman and Greek mythology, but it's nice to finally tap into that because there's so much cool stuff in Indian mythology and no one taps into it. You know, I mean, I feel Which like there are a lot of movies that tap into it, but they often are not a list movies, right? Yeah. They are, you know, a lot of those mythologicals are, um, right. you know, again, as someone who likes snake movies, <laughs> I've seen quite a few of these, but they are not as budget as this. they don't have the star power of this. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, I, I really enjoyed, um, so I was, you know, obviously I was thinking about other kind of superhero-ish movies that have, that mm specifically Hindi cinema is done. Poor Drona, right? Remember Drona? I knew you were going to say Drona. Like, it, but it really did try, right? And that's another very Joseph Campbell-y yeah. sort of one. I would be kind of tempted to go back and rewatch that at some point, honestly, to see like, looking back, what, yeah. were we just not ready for it or what? Or is it just, you know, oh, it's a mess. Right. I really have a soft spot for Raw One. I really do. And oh, I, you know, I... I've rewatched it several times since it came out. I really think it was, I'm not going to say it was ahead of its time, but like, I think it was really doing some right. stuff. Um, but that, that obviously is not nearly as mythology based as this. So it is, it yeah. is really cool to see this. And as someone who's, you know, yeah, especially because this can like tap into so much more stuff. And I think just fantasy as a genre is not utilized in Indian cinema at all. We're just stuck doing like the action movies or the, the romantic movies or the comedies or something, but it's like no one taps into the mythology stuff. There's a lot of TV shows in India that have yeah. to do with that, but they are straight up like text. Like, right? yeah. There's just retellings. There's yeah. no like anything else. It's just straight up that, and it's mostly the older generation that likes it. Yeah. Like it's a snooze fest, frankly. Yeah. Um, so I liked, um, how did you feel about the music? I was really underwhelmed. Except I too was very yeah. underwhelmed. Yeah, right? very underwhelmed. I feel like a movie of this kind of stature and the fact that it's taken them 10 years to make it and the 490 crore bloated budget. I mean, surely you could have come up with better music. It needed something epic by like A.R. Rahman or someone, but it was just kind of like, mm, okay. The thing is, while the songs were happening, I was like, okay, but yeah. I, didn't, I didn't walk out humming anything. And I, but I also didn't really... I'm trying to think of a movie where I would say like, and I still really resent the fact that the songs weren't better. There must be some, but like, I kind of yeah. forgot, I forgot about them, but not in a bad way. I was just kind of like, okay, the song part, that song's over now, like whatever. It didn't really bother me, but they were yeah. underwhelming. Well, I just felt like the movie was so long. I mean, it was, it was like, yeah, it was long and it was past my bedtime. And I just wanted to go home after a point. Like I was having fun, but I was also yawning like a lot. And mm -hmm. I was like, you know, these songs are so underwhelming. You could literally have kept um, Kesaria, which was very hummable and nice. And then you could have kept that Om Namo Namo. I liked it because of the whole like rave aspect yeah. of it. Just keep those two, delete all the other songs. And then, you know, we have like a much better runtime, I feel like. Yeah. Um, how did you feel about the extremely asinine dialogues I hated them so yeah my Hindi is good enough that I can understand some of the you know some basic right. dialogues obviously without subtitles and I was not and I'm sure there were some subtitles there's always subtitle translation issues right sometimes I catch them sometimes right. I don't know enough to but I yeah I felt like there were many moments where I was like is this for kids right 
And I couldn't tell you why that I thought that exactly. It wasn't necessarily a simplisticness, but there was something about it that just felt a little juvenile. It was so amateurish. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And based on, again, based on the reaction of the audience that was in my theater, they thought so too. Because <laughs> they were oh, yeah. laughing mm-hmm. at things that were not funny. Um, so bad. So, so the, the dialogue writer, um, Hussein Dalal, is actually getting like flamed up. He's getting reamed really? on social media. Like yeah. when was the last time you heard a dialogue writer's yeah, name, no, right? Never, never. never. But yeah. it's because people are like, can you please do a better job with the second movie? Because this was so bad. It was really bad. And all it's the prob- memes. It's probably hard to write. What do you do with a contemporary film that has also got mm-hmm. all of this historical, if not full on like ancient, largely yeah. dead language? Like, what do you do with a bunch of Sanskrit in yeah. right now in a superhero movie, right? Like that probably is hard. So I can imagine maybe that's partly why it kind of- but but- The worst part to me was like, you know, for example, when they meet in the temple, Alia and Ranbir, and she decides to go to Varanasi with him. And literally, if you translate to English, she's saying, I want to come to Var- Varanasi with you. I am coming to Varanasi with you. Yeah, I think I'll come to Varanasi with you. How many times do we have to hear I will come to Varanasi with you? It's like you're just playing with tenses at this point. Is this a grammar exercise? Right. It was horrible. Right. So that has nothing to do with like mythology and ethos. That's just bad right. writing, bro. Yeah. So I was very disappointed in that. Um, that was probably the biggest letdown of the movie for hmm. me. Um, yeah, that was ridiculous. Um, can we talk about the cabin they all live in? lovely let's go I want to move there I mean I guess it got destroyed but oh did it it? oh yes oh no did it I mean everything's on fire at the end I think question mark oh Oh, you're right (laughs) poor little Tenzing (laughs) okay so here is what happened the answer this is funny so when I went to see the movie I there were like quite a few like Indian people and there were quite a few like non-Indian people and when Tenzing was killed the only people who said no were the Americans (laughs) all the Indian people were like "Eh, happens (laughs) because again to me it was a throwback to Mr. India because in Mr. India you had that little girl Tina right who is like so cute and adorable and wants to eat the samosas and then she gets blown up so I think in Hindi movies we're so used to the children dying they were like "Eh." So but it was the, you know, it was the the one northeastern character, and you're like, that's the one you're gonna kill, okay? Well, okay. I feel like they intentionally kill like the cute kid, but I do think I don't know. This movie is just full of so many like winks and nudges towards old films that it just automatically made me think of Tina from Mister India. But yeah, that was he was so cute, and then so it was cute. like, but it also kind of served to show how completely bloodthirsty and horrible Janoon is. I mean, not that we needed any proof, but well, now you really did already know, know but yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the one thing I want to say that I really felt fell flat in the movie for me, mm-hmm. other than the, so the romance was a dud, but, but yeah. like, I know how to live through that in a movie. I'm used to, you know, romances don't work. You're like, okay, I, I can get myself through this. At the problem with that was that at the end when the whole lesson is like, and the thing that saves everything is love. And you're it's like, love. yeah, but you, <laughs> you did not earn that at all. Right. And I know what, I don't know what the solution to that is, but yeah. And maybe that was just a subtitling thing that kind of made me think that was a bigger deal than it was or something. But I was like, oh, 
you know, and obviously there's other kinds of love, like there's love for your colleagues and your children and your city and your blah, blah, blah. But like this dud romance at the beginning, at the, at the heart yeah. of some of this being the thing that made him know how to channel his lighter or find his lighter. I don't know, whatever. You're like, eh. I mean, I think, I think that was just weak writing, to be honest, because if you're going to sell, I mean, I did not go into the theater to see a love story. That is not what I associate Brahmasa with. I went to do the theater to see a fantasy. And now you're essentially telling me that this movie is really at its core a love story. I'm not buying that because if you want me to buy that, you really have to set up this sort of like epic romance or you at least have to make me care about them. And I just don't care about them. I care far more about Shah Rukh Khan and his five minute cameo than I do about Alia, but I couldn't care less if she gets blown to splinterines. I'm sorry. I just don't care. And I kind of thought she would actually, I thought they were going to sacrifice yeah. her, but I like, wouldn't oh, mind okay. at all if she was. Um, <laughs> so I just didn't feel that they sold it that well. I mean, if you're going to make love the answer to everything, then a either you you need much more solid writing, which they didn't have, or you needed to set up their romance far better in the beginning, which they didn't. Or frankly, Ranbir and Alia just needed to be better actors where Something, they can sell yeah. the unsellable. Because I did read um, a really interesting um, post that someone wrote on Instagram, and I'll, I'll share it with you as well, is this woman, she wrote about Shahrukh Khan's cameo in the movie, and she said that watching the movie made her realize that if you had given those same cringy dialogues to Shah Rukh Khan to say, he would have actually sold it. Probably. Because he's someone that he can sell you the underdog hockey team in Chakta India. He can sell yeah. you the guy who waits for 22 years languishing in a Pakistani prison in Veer Zara. He can yeah. sell you on all of these very unsellable things. So maybe it's just that Ranbir Kapoor just can't reach that level of acting. But my, my thing is, should he have to? Can't you just write a better story? Yeah, and Why? it's hard to it's hard to get a probably give a romance right like the energy from the film that it needs while you're also doing all these other things. Yeah, and like granted, mainstream Hindi cinema is very good at doing a whole bunch of things at yeah. once. That is the bones of masala, but it right. It, you know the like, bones of masala that sounds like such a good book the bones of masala <laughs> i'll write that for you um yeah. we write it together out of our podcast yeah um, i just so yeah it didn't really bah yeah it just kind of was like that part didn't work and then they made too much out of it yeah but there was certainly plenty of other stuff to be distracted by yeah most of the time so yeah, I was pretty distracted by all the pretty lights. I really enjoyed Lots it. I loved lights. the special effects. I yeah. really enjoyed. I loved when the Nandiastra came to life and you had this like raging ball just that was cool. That was and really as someone cool. as someone who comes from a, you know, kind of a different set of mythologies about animals, um Yeah. I'm not, I don't really have a, have a sort of like a mental picture of like the all powerful bull. And that was super yeah. cool. Like I've seen some of the giant statues and uh, sculptures right. and statues in India of giant bulls, but like, right. I, that was, that was really cool. And it, um, it was really neat. So have you seen the craptacular movie Gods of Egypt? I feel like I, I have, does it have either Brendan Fraser or Rami Malek in it? No, no, that's the mummy. That's the mummy. I may have, because if something has to do with Egypt and mummies, I probably would watch it. I feel like you probably haven't, because you would remember, it has mm -hmm. um, um, uh, uh, Jar Butler, and it oh. has Chadwick Boseman, and 
a bunch of other people and one person I won't spoil for you because when you find out who's playing one of the major Egyptian gods, you will your jaw will hit the floor and you'll be so excited. Yeah. It is okay. a it visually stunning. And it was like, okay. okay, what's a what's a mythology we can go to where no one actually believes in that anymore? So we're not gonna offend anybody. Right. Right. <laughs> it's a terrible movie, but it is so visually fun. And like it needed songs so badly. I was like, if right. I did this movie, it would be so much better. Anyway, it needed actually- Totally. So totally. And it yeah. is a, you should definitely watch it. It's super fun in terms okay. of like using a mytho- you know, a source of mythology. Um, uh, but it's super stupid, but I kept wishing for some of the, like, I could have used more mythological spectacle yeah. is what I'm getting at. And I don't know mm-hmm. why they didn't do that. Maybe they just didn't want to, maybe they didn't feel it was relevant. Maybe they were trying to play it safe politically or something, but I could have mm-hmm. used, I don't know, like maybe some actual people enacting a few of the things that were hinted in the animations at the beginning or something just mm-hmm. like a little more god and goddess razzle dazzle again yeah. it wasn't missing but I personally would have enjoyed that would have enjoyed it yeah <laughs> yeah I think like some of the fight sequences too could have been shortened a bit because sure. there was a point at which I was just kind of like okay who's hitting what with whom what you know, and I was kind of like zoning out a little bit. And after a point, I was like, I'm not going to make any sense of this fight sequence. So I'm just going to enjoy the pretty colors, uh, I, which were great. I did love when they made it clear that Amitabh Bachchan was going to have a lightsaber. I was like, I'm so here for this. Like I was born yeah. in 1974. I was absolutely raised on Star Wars. And when he like, vroom, I was like, yes. And I, isn't there another movie where he has a lightsaber? Like not Shahenshah, but one of those. There's some Maybe. movie, there's an Indian, there's a Hindi film where somebody has a lightsaber. Not Maybe a it's a Juba. Oh God, I love a Juba. I love, I love a Juba. You should know if a Juba, you would know if that I know, happened. Right? So I haven't revisited it in a while. <laughs> like that was so satisfying to me. I would almost watch that whole movie in the theater again, just to see the lightsaber. Yeah. Not because it was an immaculately done lightsaber. Like I have no complaints, but I was like this hero with that weapon. Yes. <laughs> he was really, I mean, I have to say as someone who is really not a fan of Amitabh Bachchan by any stretch of the imagination, I just don't enjoy him at all. Yeah. I really, really liked him in this movie yeah, because he was kind of like this wise, crafty grandfather person, but also he, you know he means business and you can't pull the wool over his, I don't know, he just did it's that very really satisfying. Well. Yeah, it's just it's just fun and yeah. with his deep baritone and everything. Absolutely. Please narrate yeah. everything, you know. Great. Yes. He probably is like you could probably shake him awake at like 3 a.m. Although he's 80 years old, so please don't. But you could probably shake him awake at 3 a.m. and he would be able to narrate this stuff and be all like fancy doing it. So good. So that was very satisfying. Very satisfying. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, overall, I just had a great time and I'm really glad that I saw it. Yeah, I was, um, I really enjoyed it as well. Um, I certainly enjoyed it far more than I liked RRR, which was a snooze fest. Did you like RRR? I, I feel like you didn't. I didn't. And I'm, I'm so, I feel like I'm sorry. I feel like I need to apologize. I will say I watched it on Netflix. So it was the Hindi dub and I really would rather have seen, you know, Telugu, but, um, I, it was fine. I had much higher expectations yeah. based on that director. I really like the Bahubali movies, for example. Mm-hmm. I have been converted to the cult of Magadira, like, but mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I didn't think RRR was that good. Um, and I didn't even like the garden party dance, which everyone was loving. And I was like, I don't, 
I feel like I've seen both those people do way better dancing than I that. I kind of like that dance. That and dance I, was the only thing I liked in it. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> and I got very distracted by the anachronistic costumes. For some reason, that really bothered oh, me yeah. in that movie. And again, if it had been made in the 70s, I would be like, yes, great. Dharam Veer, costumes from everything. Like, who cares? Oh, but yeah, this, I was like, bad. that is not 1940s or whatever year it was supposed to be. I was like, that's not any of this. This is all wrong. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I was not into RRR. And when I saw Shamshara, uh, which I was, which I thought was actually a much better take on some of the mm -hmm. sort of independence kind of stuff, even though it's a different time period. Um, but yeah, no, this was, this was a great time in the theater. It made me very excited for, to look ahead to yeah. see what else is coming out this year that I might enjoy in the cinema. Like see, and I'd love to see a movie with other people, like the people yeah. come out to the theater. I, you know, I went at seven 30 on a Sunday evening. I didn't know who would be there. A lot of people were there yeah. and it was super fun. I did read, um, I was reading a few tweets about um, the movie and someone, some Indian guy said that he lives in Germany and he watched the movie in Germany and it was like a 50% Indian and 50% like German crowd. Nice. And everybody went crazy when Shah Rukh Khan came on screen. So I was like. He is beloved there. It is the power of Shah Rukh. <laughs> so in Germany, but, they dub foreign films usually is my understanding. And mm. I, so I have, when I've been to Germany to visit other Bollywood friends, when we watch their DVDs or whatever, it's, it's dubbed, mm -hmm. but there's a particular actor who does Shah Rukh. Oh. <laughs> but like when he would start talking, I'm like, that's totally wrong. Like that's not Shah Rukh's <laughs> voice. Like I can forgive him speaking German, whatever, but like, that's not Shah Rukh. What's going on? Right. <laughs> it's so weird. Does it not even sound like Shah Rukh at all? Not really. Oh, Not, okay. not to me anyway. <laughs> so I watch a lot of K-dramas and a lot of K-dramas are also dubbed into like a lot of languages, right? I just watched them in Korean with the English subtitles, mm -hmm. but once just for fun, because I could see they had like the credits for the Hindi voiceover artist, oh, yeah. just for fun as an experiment, I put it on. The cognitive dissonance was so real. It's very like, upsetting. I was like, what is happening? Like the tone and the inflection, everything, it just threw me off completely. And I was like, I can't, I can't, this is demonic and I like completely switched it back so I, I can't rubbing. I hate it I will say I do want to uh, I feel like I should give one point to RRR I did love mm -hmm. that those two major actors dubbed for themselves in Hindi um in RRR oh, really? that was that was great because I do sort of know enough to know what they sound like roughly and that was good mm -hmm. and I think that really somehow helped but yeah you can see the words don't match their mouths and it's really <laughs> irritating Anyway. <laughs> nice. Okay. Any, well, any closing closing thoughts about Pramastra from you? Let me check my Google Doc that I have because you know I'm a nerd person. Love this. Um, <laughs> oh, I just have one closing thought, which is that if everybody's going to have all these like cool astras, can I get a kitten astra? Because I would like that. Can you imagine? Okay, imagine a stampeding kitten that is so upset and its tail is all like this and it's like, wow, and it just like goes around scratching people. That would be so much fun. So if I was in the Brahmasu universe, I would want a kitten astra. I think that would be adorable. What color light would your kitten be made out of? It would be bubblegum pink because <laughs> it's cute. It's a cute I kitten. I really like that. Yeah, isn't that horrible? It would just meow and flatten everybody with its big bushy tail. <laughs> exactly.
exactly. Like that, that, that cat just... that's knocking things off its human's desk. Like <laughs> it would just like knock people over, like douche, douche, gone. <laughs> and then it would like purr when it was happy. Oh, I think there need to be kittens in Brahmastra. That would make it perfect. <laughs> Let's just kill Alia off and replace her with a kitten. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> He does need an animal sidekick, right? He needs his vehicle. He needs, an animal sidekick. He needs yeah. something. Yeah. Oh, and I, you know, again, from the seventies, like I love the movies that are full of helpful animals. And I feel like the, yes. the like, animals, they count. So I was like, yes. Like a cheetah or something. Mm-hmm. I see. I feel like he should have a cheetah. Mm-hmm. He seems like that kind of guy or like a wolf. So well, yeah. like a wolf. Or maybe, what? maybe like, oh, a, like, a like a, what about a, because he's got the whole like I'm fireproof thing. Does he need a water-based animal like a dolphin? Like a salamander. Oh, a salamander. Or a phoenix. A phoenix. A phoenix. You're blending your mythologies, but that's okay. Yeah, I am. Is there is there a phoenix type bird in in? Uh, in Probably is. There's right. all the animals. I mean, this is the thing. You're like, there's like how many hundreds of thousands of deities? Like, sure, there's an there's animal. There's gotta for that. be some. <laughs> or just give him the mouse and let him like yeah have it be a comedy moment <laughs> okay so this is Brahmastra, and then next week we're gonna do our little austin in india um episode where our dear friend amrita from kandan is going to join us so that will be very exciting and then i am going to review kandakonde kandakonde which is based on pride and prejudice you are reviewing no Mine is based on Sense and Sensibility. You're doing Bride and Prejudice, which is Bride and Prejudice. Mm-hmm. And she's doing Aisha, which is Emma. Great. Yay. Exciting. We're very excited. So intellectual and highbrow. Put on your, <laughs> your brainy specs as Dr. Who. Yes, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> well, thanks, everybody, for watching and listening. Please share this out with your filmy friends. And we'll see you next time for Jane Austen in India.